Good evening. Welcome to Black Republican Black Democrat. I'm your host and homeboy, Jamar Nelson. And I'm your co-host, Hotline Lawrence. <laughs> I, too, am your co-host. I'm sorry, I get that. You know, I got that really bad saying that. Welcome, Pat. Yeah, the, the sunshine is out. It's just nice, you know, being out there. It would be dark. A few months ago. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, now it's daylight. It's a little bit warmer. But today, no, today is a cold no, 45 no. degrees. It, dude, it, I mean, I, don't, I know I didn't. Here's a guy saying this. They didn't wear a jacket. But it was, it's on the cool side. Like, last week's 45 was warmer. God, it's, it was. It was. a lot more wind blowing. Yeah. yeah, it was. And a lot of people were wearing their liquid jackets last Saturday. Exactly. And so now. <laughs> so maybe you're right. Maybe yeah, it is. it's a <laughs> colder uh, yeah. 45 degrees. Yeah. Today, guys, we are live potting. Uh, and everyone that's been a fan of the show knows that that means we're going to do a half hour live and a half hour in the pod podcast form. Yes. Let's get that phone number out. 651-989-5855. 651-989-5855. You know, I hate that we only have an hour because we have I, so much going on today. I know. A lot has gone so on. So much today. going on. And uh, we could, you know, kind of start with the fact that your homeboy, uh, Donald Trump, being in the news, signing this expensive, uh, unpaid for omnibus bill, yeah. adding another trillion dollars to the yep, deficit when now that's $2 trillion he's yep. added to the deficit in a year's time, a little over a year now that he's been the the president. Oh, did I say that? Oh, I even yeah. said that. And I think what's crazy, though, Pat, is the fact that, uh, again, throughout the full eight years of President Obama's term uh -huh. and even the eight years of Bush, mm -hmm. you had these fiscal, quote, fiscal Republicans coming mm -hmm. in, always chiming in, talking about how government was too big and mm -hmm. they want to get rid of this. Let's cut the fat and fat and let's fat, trim yep. the pork and yep. all these different cute sayings and don't tread on me. And now mm -hmm. that Donald Trump is in, doesn't care about spending, and and no Republican is saying anything. Well, I, I mean, I'm not going to say that because that's not true. Because there's, a, there's yeah, the Ron there's Pauls, Rand Paul, Rand Paul, the Rand Pauls. That's thank you guy. of the of the words that are speaking out, but not loud enough. But now where are these oh, hypocrites? No, he was pretty loud. Well, but he, he he was the only one that was actually trying to. He read doesn't him. have enough Republicans behind him well, because right, they're all doesn't. too they're all too busy kissing the ring of Donald Trump. No, and driving this country into more. Di no. We don't have any power, so that's just crap. We don't uh, have any power. No, actually, we don't the have Democrats any, do have a lot of we power. We don't have any power. Because, uh, because there isn't a supermajority for the Republicans, so they do have to negotiate with the Democrats. So You don't but, need but Donald, Democratic votes Trump, to get much done. Well, no, you do in the Senate. In the Senate, you do. Yes, in the House. Well, that still counts because oh, the, stop. Uh, bills have to pass both houses. Yeah, but you know how you they know circumvent. How oh, law? yeah. <laughs> they circumvent. Yeah, they get circumvented. Exactly. So, they get circumvented. So, so where's Republicans screaming about... Two trillion dollars already added. They they couldn't. Haven't you been? Haven't you been hearing the Republicans? Hell no. Yes, they are. People are furious. They are calling for Donald Trump's impeachment. A Good. Conservative. Join us. And you know, and I, I, you know, I'm disappointed at Donald Trump in you know in signing this, even though I could tell from his body language like he didn't want to do it. Oh, stop. And, you know, if he didn't want to do it, no, then no, you don't do it. You when you say you're going to veto, you have this power. You have this nope. pen. You nope. see this thing right here, people? He has a pen. Nope. He has they, the power of the pen. So you veto him. No, they backed him in a corner. Oh, you don't. That would have damaged really? our credit rating. Big bad Donald Trump it was backed have, into a corner. He was. Stop. He was. Stop. It would have damaged our credit rating. Also, the stock market would have plunged. And $2 trillion doesn't. 
So and added two trillion dollars. That's, that's what's going on there. But you know that. what? I, I, if I was in his position, I wouldn't have signed it, and I would have turned it back onto the Democrats. But Darn right. he has, he has Wait a minute. Stop plan. blaming the Democrats. We had nothing has, to do with this. I hope he has a master plan, and that's what some people say he's playing, you know, four-dimensional four chess. Whatever. I'll wait. I don't know. I'll, but I'll, I'll like a kid. I'm disappointed. I'm like disappointed a... in the action that he's taken, but I'm even more disappointed at the Democrats, and especially the CBC, because if nobody's reading these bills, what were they— why haven't they put anything in there that benefits black folks? Hello. Because, look, because if you look at some of the things like, I, and basically I know this from what Rand Paul was saying, like, you know, there was, you know, a couple million dollars given to um, Egyptian students and, you know, money to build walls in other countries and all. Well, okay, I don't agree with that, but, okay, that happened. Where's money for our community? Why isn't the CBC doing their job and getting oh. money and putting money in these omnibus bills that can benefit our community? They aren't doing that because you know what? They don't really care about us. And I and I'm, I say this almost every show. You do. But we need to move away from the Democratic Party because it what's been going on? Okay, not only I'll with wait. this whole omnibus bill, where. They could have been putting things in there that could benefit the black community, but also when you see these marches where it's great, you know, there's obesity in our country, and I'm glad people got out and got their exercise today, but look at how they're capitalizing on that, but then we have systemic problems in the black community. When have people been coming out and marching like that since the civil rights movement back in the 60s? Yeah. It hasn't been happening. They haven't been pushing that. Um, you know, we had big news that came out, and this is actually what I really wanted to talk about today until, you know, till what happened yesterday, but about the report where um, even rich um, African-American boys um, do not um, have the same outcome as rich white boys do. Say it again. Uh, and and that's and and that's a, shows a systemic problem. But that whole article is a lie because there is no black middle class. There is, there are no rich blacks in America. That, I mean that's that's what it is. You have very few. Oh, and you all know them all. Will Smith, Tyler Perry, uh, Oprah. You could probably name them all. Bob Johnson. That are Bob, yes, very few. But when you look at those numbers, majority of blacks in this country, their income is $50,000 or less. That is the majority. Very few, only 3% of African Americans uh, or African Americans have salaries, and this is income. I'm not even talking about wealth. Wealth is even worse. But when you talk about income, $100,000 or more, only 3%. Those very few households, that's only, only maybe less than 50,000 households. So then let me say this. Out of 15 mil out of 14 million households. So then that's I, horrible. So it is it is horrible. That's, but what is the CBC doing? Is what why, is our black leadership the NAACP, why, the Urban League? What are they doing? Now you ask me now now okay. now, yes, go. Um, now here thank you. I'll say this. It's been building up all week. I'm sorry. I've no, it can't. And, and, and we got to continue this. it over the yes. break, too. We'll yeah. continue it after, okay, on the other side of the break, too, because yeah. we got our studio guest who's a part of the NAACP. In fact, uh, he, he's the Minneapolis president, vice president. Oh, the, great, great. The chapter of Minneapolis is the vice president yes. there, and they're also the economic director, developer. Yes. Uh, so let me say this. Um, I'm not going to put the onus on the CBC. Uh, Why not? They have, they have a responsibility. Yes. But guess what? But guess what, Pat? What? Let's be real. Most of them are Democrats. Yes. They don't have power. And let the me Democrats say this. Democrats do still have power. That's a lie. Can I finish? I let you. Okay, I go did, ahead. I did let you. We, yes, we, go ahead. We, go we ahead. don't have a minute left. Okay, go ahead. And let me say this. It's on the onus of those that are elected that Donald Trump has empowered, that have put in these positions. I agree, too. To help. I agree So with that. what I'm saying is I agree. I'm not disagreeing with you that mm -hmm. black elected officials have to hold their feet uh, we have uh, to hold their feet to the fire. To the fire. Yes. Thank you. Um, but at the same time, if I'm elected, I know mm -hmm. what my job is. That's right. But 
when you have a guy like Donald Trump mm-hmm. that's been elected mm-hmm. and the people that he's putting in certain positions, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Pat, when you could tell. Why are they that, not negotiating? You could tell, but you could tell that not a damn thing was going to We negotiated get done. with he's got incompetent before. Pe- now, it's not just that. Seriously, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Well, but it's I'm the saying, truth. I'm, it is. I'm not going there. I'm just saying he has some incompetent people in charge, mm-hmm. and that's the problem. And I knew, and you should know, too, that there wasn't going to be a damn thing that wasn't going to get done. And on the other side of the break, okay. there's more. This is we'll Black see. Republican, Black Democrat on Twin Cities News Talk on your iHeartRadio. You know nothing about this. Welcome back. Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co-host and homeboy, Javon Nelson. I'm Pat with Lawrence. Welcome back. Oh, Lord, that, there you go. I'm taking you back. You know I'm old school. When, when are you going to let Patwin pick a few songs? Did, I mean, it's not really fair. I'd like to hear he, Patwin's music sure, a little bit. I'm very collective He's music mo- on my uh, Well, on my then phone. you're more than welcome, yeah. please. You sure. know, you have like four artists. M2 Me, <laughs> the Isley Brothers. I have plenty. Today, today I brought I mean, out the repertoire. At least I throw a little Parliament or, you know, okay. something did, yeah. like that this in once true. in a while. You know, I just, this so is next I, week I'll do the music next week. This is what I listen to when I'm uh, by myself. At home drive, and this is what okay. I do by, by, when I'm by myself. I bump okay. this type of thing. You know, so. I was okay. wondering where that was going. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Oh, please. <laughs> it's a family show. Welcome back. Not this show today. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back again. Thanks for tuning us in. Uh, I'm Jamar Nelson. And again, today we have an important show and a jam-packed show. And the fact that uh, today that we're... we're uh, uh, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm a little distracted here. So, uh, um, Pat went in, and that's why you're my co-host. When I'm distracted, yeah. you, you have to. You're but I don't to know what you're up. trying to say. <laughs> no, I was you know, distracted by my cell phone. Sorry. Um, today, I was just saying, I say we're getting so much packed yeah, into today's show. On. Yeah. And uh, that's why we want you guys to call and rally us so we can get more time because we need like like three hours. No. No two, three hours. No. Two. Like like two hours. Two hours. Like two hours. Yeah. Okay. Like two hours. Like three. No. So. Let's get one of our guests in today. Yep. In studio, we already have with us, uh, again, the chapter, the Minneapolis chapter of NAACP vice chair, newly elected vice chair, yeah. appointed uh, vice chair, uh, Jeff Aggie. And he's also their economic developer and director, okay? So he's going to be chiming in too, with us, too. And on the phone um, with us, we have our, uh, our always contributor from MSNBC, my man, Raul Reyes. How are you, Raul? I'm doing good. How are you guys? I'm good. doing well. How's the weather out there? It's a beautiful day. And, you know, actually, uh, weather-wise, we've had a cold spell, but it really cooperated today. And we, I don't know about uh, where you are, but for us, we had this huge turnout for the New York oh, yeah. version of the uh, mm-hmm. March for Our Lives. Yeah, we had our own. I hadn't say, Paul. It was actually on MSNBC. You know, this is you know my favorite station. All I, right. Yeah, of course. Okay. I, I, no, that's better than CNN. So. Well, I, I, no, I am. I'm a, you know, I've been a Chris Matthews fan for forever. So that's why I. I used uh, to be a fan. Man. And actually, I, I'm, real quick, I also I remember when Geraldo was back on when it was a. Uh, mm. Uh, CNBC when he used to do the OJ show and that's when crazy yeah. Georgia Jennifer and his wife yeah, they were all yeah, on it so I'm t- day, yeah. exactly yeah. I'm old school this is what I'm saying so that I've been an NBC guy for a long sure. time so okay. um, no we had our own version of that and it was a huge turnout I had I had a couple of pe- family members attended and uh, they went live and they streamed live and it was huge nice turnout and so that's big and that's important and um, I think, Ralph, especially when you when you think about the youngsters, and so I think a lot of Republicans are poo pooing the fact that it's these youngsters speaking out, d- using their right to uh, freedom of speech. 
Uh, you see Republicans doing a lot of uh, belly aching about it, about it. Um, and I looked at seeing a lot of the faces, and when you see a lot of the faces, they're minorities. And a lot of the faces that I've seen today on TV uh, were young Hispanics that was talking about how they're not only there for the, the violence in schools, but in their neighborhoods, which was mm -hmm. just as important as minorities. We go through this when we're back home, not just in our schools. And so mm -hmm. to me, Rob, you know, that, that was important. That, that to me was something that was yes. really uh, wonderful and, and, to be honest, a little unexpected about today was seeing, some, seeing the diversity, unfortunately, of all the different people who have been touched by, by gun violence now, I know that you guys know, just like I do, that you know, if, if you grow up in a community of color, if, if that's your neighborhood, you know, that's something that is familiar to us, and we know it, and you know, it, it affects our family lives and our emotional lives. But it is very rare, you have to admit, and you know, it, it, to see on mainstream you know, places like CNN, MSNBC, NBC, to see these young people of color given a chance, given the spotlight to talk about gun violence in this way. And, you know, I was thinking, obviously, uh, there were a lot of different people up there, but the young woman from South Los Angeles, uh, her name's Edna Chavez, who was speaking about losing her brother. I mean, if you had told me a year ago that we'd be seeing a young teenage Latina talking about violence in her neighborhood, you know, on, on every TV network, I would have thought it was ridiculous. But my hat is off to these young people because they are truly... They're truly making it happen. And I, I talked to some people in the march, you know, uh, here today, and what really struck me was that for a lot of these young kids, they're, you know, they're, they're barely at voting age, many of them. But they're not locked into being Republicans or Democrats. They just want change at this issue, you know. So I feel that the smart thing for Republicans or anyone to do is to recognize that this generation is, is bringing a whole new wave of activism. So we need to listen to them. No doubt about and it. And so in the crowds, what were they saying? What were they marching for? Like, what do they want to change in terms of, like, gun laws and, you know, and gun violence? Like, what do well, they want done? Well, one of the, well, one of the big chants that I heard a lot was, uh, was uh, just – I can't really recall it exactly, but it was basically about uh, – no more NRA and voting people out who take the NRA money, which, you know, Democrats do as well. So that's something that should worry people on both sides of the aisle. But I think, I think as far as I can tell, what they really want are some of the things that most Americans already agree on, like, for example, uh, restrictions on some of these high-capacity magazines, uh, you know, the, the type that was used that has been used in these school shootings. They, they want things like that, and they just want to see – I think they want to see more discussion – not so much in rallies, because one of the speakers here in New York said this rally is great, the march is great, but we need to have momentum and movement, all of this happening in, in the corridors of power, you know, in Congress, in our state legislatures, and all these places. So there, I was also very taken how many people were out today. Now, this is New York City, not Washington. How many people were out there registering people to vote? Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, the, the momentum is there, you know, and... Yeah, I saw that online. Yeah. yeah. So there was a there was a there's a lot of people out there who are saying like now is the time. You know, there's there's so much energy around this issue and passion and anger and hurt that I think people are really trying to 
capitalize on, on it in a positive way and make sure that it lasts and it's not just a one-time event. And then, you know, typically when these horrible tragedies happen, we have rallies or we have outrage, and then everyone forgets about it. But That's right. it really feels different. Thank mm-hmm. God. Well, I, you know, I do have to agree that I think it's good when, and I've said this about Black Lives Matter, even though I disagree with their tactics, but I think that it's good that it is getting people involved, especially um, young adults involved. But I think, unfortunately, they're not knowledgeable enough about the Constitution, about our law, and about the history of this country to understand how crucial and critical gun rights are. And because what I'm seeing and hearing is that people want to eliminate guns. And I know that that's not what everybody is saying, and, and that's what you you didn't say that, and, and so I understand that. That's why I asked you my first question was about, well, what is it exactly people are looking to have done? Uh, because, you know, it's critical to the survival, especially in the black community, that we have, that we're armed, that um, actually all communities, because we need to, you know, about the Second Amendment, it's really about the power monopoly of the state and have being able to be that balance to that, but then also being able to protect your property and your life, your family um, from home invasions or from, you know, a whole another other uh, issues. So... I, I, I like that young adults are, are are getting involved, but I think the problem is that they're being guided by the Democratic Party towards this end to take guns, and we don't, and I don't want to see that because I can hear on the conservative end where people, you know, especially with what the action that Donald Trump took yesterday, which I think was horrible uh, in terms of his base, a lot of people feel like if people come after the guns, it's going to be civil war in the country, and that's what we want to avoid. Well, I, I did see some, you know, I did see some signs of people chanting, you know, say no guns, you know, or, or you know, to, something to that extent that all guns are horrible. But I don't, my sense here is that's not what they want. And, okay. and I, I also uh, saw people who said that they were, you know, that they were very proud to say that they were independents, that they're not. Yes, they, don't, good. they don't like the idea of being, say, pigeonholed with the Democrats because I think they, they're smart enough to recognize that they'll be taken for granted, which, yes. which often happens in the, for different communities of color with right. the Democratic Party. So my sense is that they just want to get the discussion started in a meaningful way, maybe uh, de- definitely with less influence of the money that comes from the NRA and, and move the needle because – you know, this is that you have. I think what's hard for definitely for myself, and I think a lot of people in my generation to to recognize, and we see it today, is that mm-hmm. these young people are so media savvy. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're on platforms that we don't even know how to use. You know, they know how to communicate. They have their own networks. They they've grown up in the digital age, so they are very savvy about organizing. And when I when I spoke to this one young woman. Mm-hmm. She, she uh, you know, I was asking her the same type of questions, like, what are your goals or what do you hope um, comes out of this today, Diff- different things. And they're basically right now, they, it seems that they want to be heard. And she told mm-hmm. me, she said, we'll listen to Democratic leaders. And she said, we'll listen to Republican leaders or, mm-hmm. or whoever has maybe experience from the civil rights movement or the LGBTQ rights movement. But she said, but... We will listen respectfully, and then we're going to figure out what we are doing. So I truly admire their boldness and their commitment. And maybe some of it, as you said, maybe there is some naivete in, in what they're doing. But I think what they lack maybe in, in, in some of that knowledge, they more than make up for with, with their passion and drive. And sadly, they, you know, they have also, they're also the generation that has grown up with this type of gun violence as the norm. That's true.
to get rid of guns and remove the Second Amendment. Well, that's not the case at all. Most people are not saying that. As a matter of fact, most right, people are saying right. they need to get rid of these high-powered weapons. That's right. And as far as it relates to saying about the black community, we remember that uh, Black Panthers had rights to have guns, and they that's were right. demonized, and their guns were—there's laws made to try to take their guns away. So the issue is not about having guns, but about who has guns. And there's all these militias— mm -hmm that are saying, hey, they're militias within mm -hmm. the United States. They're not necessarily representing the country or anything else. Mm -hmm. They're representing their own special interests to have guns and high-powered guns. In fact, they have mm -hmm. whole factories full of these guns that these conservatives never talk about. In the about black that. community, we should have that too. Well, well, what I'm saying is in the black community, as you said earlier, you disagree with Black Lives Matter, black lives matter tactics. tactics. Some of their and tactics. now this is the duplicitous nature of the Republican position. You could disagree with the tactic, but yet still see what they're talking about is real. But then you don't want to do something about what they're talking about being real because you're disagreeing with their tactics. So that's like the most basic. But where did backwards, I say that? I never said that. That's the most backwards conversation that we're having. I'm not saying you're. I'm not saying you're having that. I'm saying the conversation that's happening on Fox nationally. News and oh, what's happening nationally. Well, I, I would agree with that because that's why I'm for African Americans being armed because it's to protect our community. Especially if people are saying Trump and the administration is racist, they're white well, nationalists. They then why in the heck that, would I want to give up? That that is, but that is not but, the Republican but position, in terms of, nor the yes. conservative position. Yes, That's your personal position. That is my personal position, and because I'm on this show and I'm the co-host, so so, right. so that's that's why that's my position. However, in terms of Black Lives Matter. Um, you know, their tactics are terrible in terms of winning friends and influencing people because the way that they go about doing things. But they are addressing or trying to address real issues, but they go about it the wrong way. There right? is in no tactic. Opinion. There is no tactic that wins friends and influence people when you're black. Raul, I, I disagree. You see, we started already. Raul, so <laughs> can you hold on? Well, you know what? You, you know can what? try to answer this for us on the other side of the break, Raul. Can you hold over for us? Two seconds for us, Raul? Yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Black Republican Black. Democrat on Twin Cities News Talk at TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com. Who you know this is? I'm not gonna. Welcome back to Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co-host and homeboy, Jamar Nelson. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. No, watch out now. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. <laughs> no, you know. Okay. I'm a little hip. A little bit. I, we got, wait a minute. We gotta let this part play. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Broken glass everywhere. People. On the stage, you know, okay. Oh, see. We got time. We got, uh, <laughs> okay. I get a little car. Grandmaster Slash, by the way. Welcome back. Don't say I told you I'm a little hip, though. Welcome back to Black Republican, Black Democrat. The show is getting a little heated. Yeah. And uh, with our in-studio guests, we had in-studio now with us uh, the newly elected vice president of the chapter of NAACP, uh, Jeff Aggie. And also in studios with us is uh, James Badu, our homeboy, who has is very active in the community and does a lot around here. So we're bringing us all in to talk about our community and uh, finish our topic about uh, you guys ranting and raving in here. Mm -hmm. You two were just going at it, which I like that. This is Keep It Real Radio, and this is what we do around here, right? Yeah. Now, back to what we were talking about. We were talking about uh, black folks and, and guns. Yes. And Jeff sounds like me, is what I have been saying the last couple of weeks here. The, the, the true fact is, is... It, it, 
as soon as black folks start arming themselves, then the laws start changing. Mm -hmm. And he used the exact same example that I used that when black, black folks were arming mm -hmm. themselves in the 70s and in the 60s, mm -hmm. they started changing laws and outlawing that because they didn't want black men to arm themselves. That's right. So I think that now that they, even when, when things like this happen and they hear the words gun control, mm -hmm. they immediately go to, oh, they're, they're trying to grab my guns. No one's trying to take your guns. As I told you, I've been around pistols before they were legal. Mm -hmm. We've been shooting them every every New Year's. We've been shooting them and, and, other, and other things, too. But yeah. at any rate, so I've been around them. I think that everybody should have a right to bear arms. Good. But I think that here's, here's the thing. You start, you start arming these teachers, mm -hmm. you're going to see an uptick of minority deaths in the classroom. And I said that on these very airwaves yep. to Republicans that are on here earlier in the week. Mm -hmm. And we started arguing. Granted, mm -hmm. not every teacher takes that approach, but you let some big black dude mm -hmm. run, run up on his teacher, and that first thing that he or she is going to do is say, I fear for my life, mm -hmm. and he's going to shed blood of yeah. the young man in that classroom. And, and again, uh, if a teacher has a pistol mm -hmm. and the assailant mm -hmm. comes in, and uh, or excuse me, the police come in mm -hmm. looking for the assailant, the, mm -hmm. the teacher might die because the That's teacher true. obviously is going to aim at the at the door looking That's for true. the assailant to come in. So the, then the teacher may lose her, his or her life. So it's dangerous. Yeah. And, and, and we talked about it last week. We did. And so we came to the consensus that it should be like the principal, the vice principal, yep. certain key folks, yep. your uh, SRO, you know, folks uh, in there. Um, I'm not for all teachers. I'm for like ones that are veterans, you know, that know how to handle firearms yep. and that our experience um, can have them. Uh, but I'm ultimately for like administration and for the SROs. For sure, them. for sure. But the, you know, but I don't like that. There's the blaming of the NRA. That's the issue that I have because the NRA didn't fail. But they the are country. complicit. No, they are not. They no, are complicit no, 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 in this. No, no. Yes, they are because no, no. They the are, problem they... is the problem is with the FBI where they didn't take those. Three, uh, Absolutely, you know, yes. Thirty or whatever, yes. they, you know, tips about that guy. Seriously, then it was actually the officers why. that were there. Back that to the didn't. systemic racism. Well, because that's true. If that's... that were a Muslim boy or a black boy yeah. or a brown boy, I agree. Those those uh, uh, those accusations would have been taken more seriously, seriously. especially right. if it was a, a Muslim, or right. someone of Muslim or descent. But but to my point, if that's still the system failed. It wasn't the no, NRA no doubt. that yep. failed. Yeah, I, yep. I think Go that's ahead. an interesting argument to have that he always has. This is a very interesting argument. It's always everybody else's fault except for the conservative position's fault. Okay. It's right. always everybody well, else's fault except for the conservative position is almost always the better position because it's a built how? on freedom. How is it? How is the position better? Let, oh, let's also admit that historically. Yes. Let's, let's also admit oh, historically. Before, Are you me? I don't know if yes. you were in the conversation earlier. About but his, protecting yourself? He has, it, he has admitted historically. He has admitted on, on Facebook Live. Historically, the conservative position has been anti-black. Historically, it that is. is. That is true. It is. But it now, like three, all of a sudden, ago. it's the better position for blacks, <laughs> even though their positions is the same that it's always Be been. Able to have this is very to interesting family, development. Breaking to have news. Firearms to breaking protect your news. Family? Breaking that's, news. That's bad? The that's same racist? position that removed guns from the Black Panthers and other black people who got guns. This is the same position that they still have. Actually, actually that would not be a conservative position. That would actually be a liberal position because that goes against the constitutional rights of African Americans, which we are citizens based on the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments, sure. based on the Civil Rights Act of, I believe it was 1860. That, that was backed by conservatives. All those acts that you're talking about, backed by conservatives? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. The, yes. So the majority that's of conservatives time. voted for this. They were for this. Time. Now, at that time, those were the radical Republicans. 
Okay. But radical Republicans of that time does not translate into Democrats. So people that were conservatives, no. people that were politically conservatives, voted for and were for the Civil Rights Act. We have you on record saying this. <laughs> yes, right. some of the, yes, actually, okay. some of them actually. Not some. Were, we're so saying the majority so position. Right, so, 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 but I, see, what you're if doing I could is. I just say one thing yeah, real quick. Go ahead, James. Know, go ahead. Because, you know, uh, I was watching the Facebook Live, and, you know, y'all getting right back into it again. So let's just shut yeah. that down. This is about that young boy right there holding that camera. This ain't about conservatives. This ain't about liberals. This ain't about Democrats or Republicans. That's right. We need to learn to get together. The mm -hmm. position of the NAACP under the leadership of my wife, Leslie Badu, is, collabor is collaboration. We focus yes. on the three C's, communication, compassion, mm -hmm. and collaboration. Before we start to do that outside of our race, we got to learn to do that with our race exactly. first. Yeah, and that was just, and that, no, it, James brings into my point, which I just want to say, I think a lot of times we got to start looking uh, within. And I think that that's mm -hmm. why I was saying when Raul was on is that uh, I like the the, pointy, the points that the young lady was making that I'm not only here for the deaths that happened in no school, but mm -hmm. th that that's happening in my backyard. That is right. And we got we to gotta stop ignoring that. As painful as it is, we got to look at our own communities and saying, look, there is bloodshed. So... And that's what pisses me off when we talk when Republicans uh, start standing up for gun control. No, we need gun control because it's happening in our neighborhood. And so right. they go to then they go to saying, well, Democrat and Bill Clinton signed. I'm not talking about all that. That was then. This is now. So what are you talking about? Here's what I'm talking about. Okay. If you we talking about sensible gun control, I don't care if you're black, pink, or purple. Mm -hmm. If you have uh, mental incapacitations, uh, or if you if you're uh, a repeat felon, or mm -hmm. things of that nature, you don't deserve to uh, uh, have a weapon. Okay, Th this is that simple. Okay, it's simple. And I think that Republicans are so narrow-minded. And what else? What do you mean? And what else? No. What other issues? What do you mean? Are, no, what other issues? Are so relevant, that's one. So that's one. Are relevant when it comes to mental, uh, mental capacity. Incapacities. I'm, yeah. And also, I'm saying if you're a felon, you shouldn't mm -hmm. have a weapon. Felon, yep. um, I mean, maybe convicted of some type of domestic violence, depending on the, mm -hmm. the, the degree of it. Because I think, so standard position. Well, fifth degree is, I think, is bad. But I think a third and second degree, is, those okay. are pretty high. But I think that, yes, if you've been convicted of, uh, you know, crimes against a person, and you've, you've so, uh, first so, degree assault, second degree assault, you, you don't deserve so, a weapon. So I, I don't know what can trust okay. you. So how does that account for the fact that the criminal justice we know is we know the criminal justice is very inequitable mm -hmm. so if we're now saying that because a person is uh felon or they're this or they're that you know we're usually talking mostly about well, let me people. let me be clear let so me we be, gotta be so very let me be clear I, and listen these, uh, see, that's that's right. you're not you're not you're not yes. listening to me see and and, and i keep it real and and i don't back up what i say i might apologize for what i say but i, I stand on what i say listen let me be specific specific felons, crimes against a person, mm -hmm. assaults and things of that nature, I don't, you shouldn't have a weapon. And what does I, that look like? We're going to argue that all day. Because, again, I got cousins that I know that I repeat, dudes mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. haven't even become felons yet that are committing crimes in our neighborhoods, they don't deserve a weapon. But then, well, how, how, how long do we keep slapping these people on the hand before it becomes your brother, your sibling, that's dead now from this guy because he's black, and the system that we're ignoring the problems that that exist, bro. We cannot continue to say, okay, uh, because he's black, I'm gonna close my eyes to that. No, we can look at what's affecting us mm -hmm. and deal with that, but also be real with each other. That just because you're black, you don't, you if you're a, a, a law-abiding citizen, you absolutely deserve your rights to vote and a rights to bear arms. Mm -hmm. But certain felons, I, so let me be clear, mm -hmm. certain felons. Because I did swipe broad and say felons, and that's mm -hmm. wrong. Okay. 
All right, for sure, for sure, for sure. You know, and I definitely appreciate your opinion, man, because everything that y'all said, as well as I just, I, I just want to say that for the record, Jeff, everything that you say on your position, because you know you from Haiti, your, every opinion that you have is valid. And, brother, every opinion, because you grew up different, your background look a lot different from my background. You know what I'm saying? I might be from the hood. You might be from uh, somewhere in the suburbs. That's completely two different worlds. Mm -hmm. right. Y'all two got two completely different worlds. It, everybody's opinion is valid. Now, I want to also say that um, uh, as far as felons, you know, I think, I, think, I, I think what's so funny about all of this in general is how we look at uh, 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 um, what somebody uses to do what they do, right? Mm -hmm. And if this is about the problems, then what is the problem? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's why do people act the way that they act? Why mm -hmm. do people do the things that they do? Yes. And if we gonna, we making this an NRA issue. Mm -hmm. For one, I don't see why uh, us as black people got anything to see, say about N the NRA. What do you mean? Why because, you say that? Because that's not our position. We're not, we're, we're not, Operating in a way in which we even have anything to protect. We don't even have anything. So for us to talk about NRA what do you, what issues. What do you mean? Clear, clarify. What do you mean? Man, look, look, look. We don't have our, we don't have our own schools. We don't have our own mm -hmm. buses. We don't have, mm -hmm. we don't, man, we, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't have, we don't have a structured economy. Yep. We don't have our own, have own resources. We don't have yeah. that. So yes. we have nothing to protect. So. And, and on top of that, the guns that come in our neighborhood, we don't know where that came from. You know what I'm saying? Like, our issue ain't with the NRA. Mm -hmm. I think right now, we need to look at what we got going on with our issues. That's right. Other people's issues is they issue. They want to yes. talk about the NRA. They yes. can do that. Where we get messed up is that, but what's so beautiful about us, right, and this shows the beauty of us, right, is that we care about people so much mm -hmm. that even if it ain't got nothing to do with us, right. we're going to fight for it. This is That's what right. Pat, when and I get into uh, it about, because yeah, Pat, when I always, yes. he talks about uh, President Obama and what he didn't do and who he stood up for, and he did stand up enough for black folks. And a lot of black folks say that about President Obama. And it ticks me off, and at this point, I'm tired of defending him, because I think that, <laughs> I mean, I, well, and I say that I say that because I say that, why, why do we put the onus on the first black man to have come in and saved black folks? That wasn't why he was elected. That's amazing. But you, he should and, understand. No, no, but well, if he, well, I do understand, but if black, that's why but, you voted you know. for him, then you don't man, know look, politics. Look, man, the but brother, you know, he doesn't know. He doesn't the know. The brother, look, listen, listen, he had a listen. White mom you got to count your wins. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. The man, you got to man, you got oh, to you got to you got to count your wins. The brother did his job. Exactly. He made it there. He made it. He listen, made it there. That was so He benefited everybody else but black people. He benefited. I want to go back to Pat. Wall Street. I want to go back to Pat's position once again. Okay. Pat's position is. Obama didn't do anything for black people. He did not. As though, hey, hey, he lets some, as though he lets some people out, the man. people in the, the the legislators that are conservative mm -hmm. do things for black people. They when you don't. look at the Minnesota State that. Senate, the that. Minnesota Congress, but we don't, they do for black folks. But do, we don't they, vote for them. Come on, fam. We don't vote for them, so that's why they don't do anything for what us. What do you mean remember, we don't vote remember for them? They're politics, in office, though. But remember, politics is about doing things for the people that send you in, no. in that office. No, that's, that's how it works. That's because that's the way we're Republicans I'm not work. saying that that's right, it's but not. I'm saying that's how that works. That's what Donald Trump but does But that's now. why I put the onus on the Democrat Party. We vote for them 90-plus percent. Okay, I wait. We get 
nothing from the Democratic Party. Okay. They do nothing for the black community. And I, they help everybody else, just like on immigration. They're helping all these people when we know that these true. illegal immigrants, they're, they're harming the black community. They're Whether not, out in California, not, where they're, they're killing not. black men. They're no, that, that is going on. That is 0.2 percent of, that's of illegal jobs. immigrants commit crime in America. It's hurting our Point Two percent. There's right. more crime. You You're gonna have more killings tonight you have than, MS, a you than, have than an illegal immigrant killing, the, commit a crime. You have MS Come on now. Other Latino gangs. I don't care. You have MS-14s in here. They don't people. commit the crimes like Republicans say they do, though, Pat. They do. <laughs> Pat. They do. Point two percent of those people commit crimes, bro. He's no. gonna so, spin no, it. No, no, no. Worry. He's gonna spin we those facts. We don't. We don't. You can't spin it. No. no the reason why you can't spin it is because when police find these illegal aliens, they just let them go. Alternative facts. No, no, <laughs> no, that's not alternative facts. It is. Because there's been a lot of policy uh, places that have been putting out studies on this. There's numerous articles. You can go. Google is your friend. You can find out, you know, how does illegal immigrants <laughs> yeah. harm the black community? Listen, and you can read them for yourselves. But that's just bull. But, we, but, they but, keep but, saying that we take the jobs the from black folks. No, no they, they take, take the, the jobs, jobs that black folks people, don't want. But poor people in America are black. We yeah. are the poor people. We but are there's the poor white class. folks. Quit saying There's that. no black middle class. There are no rich blacks. Well, when there's, there's no rich black, there are not. There are not. You mean there aren't as many? Give me the data. No, 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 no. 14 million black households. There's only 300, or let's say 400,000 have a million dollars net worth or more. In white households, there's 90 million. There's 10 million white households with a million dollars or more. A million, 10 million or more. That you, that's a huge disparity, and that's because of things that have occurred in our country. But see, the Democrats don't like that information to get out because then that really shows how they have not been benefiting black people but at no, all. I, I think I think the misunderstanding here is... No, 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 is, there's no misunderstanding. I know, that's no, data I'm from the federal that. government. No, no, no. That's I, from I, the I, census, I, right? That's why I let you speak. I let you speak just so I can have an opportunity <laughs> to be uninterrupted. <laughs> right, okay, go So ahead. you keep going to the Democrats, Democrats, Democrats. I don't think anyone here on this uh, panel has identified as Democrat. Well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a diehard sure. Democrat. For sure. Yes, yes. For sure. Right. But I'm saying I don't think any of us here have even identified you're, you're as You're a collateral damage in this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. We gotta, let's, let's, Man, let's talk about I, what's I, real. Exactly. I love, you know what I'm saying? We're like, talk like, about like, real like, stuff. Like, like, I love, having, I love, no, having, all these, I love having all these black men in the room. Let's continue more. In the, but I want to know about what they're doing. We're crank out the cigars Man, and all wanna, that, too. Hey, y'all finna get the exit questions. You can. You can. On the other side of the break, let's do this. On the other side of the break, this is Black Republican, Black Democrat on Twin Cities News Talk and Yard Heart Radio. This is a good song for this this segment. <laughs> Welcome back. I mean, yeah, we're, we're like we're a music studio this. here. I know. Welcome yeah. back, Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co-host and homeboy, Jamar Nelson. And I'm Patwin Lawrence. Welcome back, everybody. I mean, we got everybody in the studio jamming out. That's Roger and Zap. You liked it, though, I, huh? I did. Yeah, see? I'm telling you, I can... Yeah, yeah. You know? So... We've got a caller. We got a we got a caller and a special caller because I think this is so poignant. The fact that we have so so much going on with Donald Trump yes. and his uh, a lot of these females that he's involved in, and it was funny because involved I happen with, yeah. to know one of the, I know someone that's involved with 
Stormy Daniels. All right, Stormy. So I, I, th I thought it was so cool that I know Are someone. Are you going to watch her video? I am. Oh, yeah, okay. you know I am. Oh, yeah. yeah, make sure my kids ain't in the room, but I, I sure You can am. watch it with your wife. Oh, thank There's you. nothing wrong with that. We might. It's Pat. That's... You sure you ain't married? <laughs> not, but... Okay. I don't know I why know I'm not thinking like I that now. <laughs> but I, I, we will. So let's bring in our guest, uh, Chris McKinley. How are you, my man? Is this Jamar? This is. I am absolutely fine. Doing my brother. I'm good. I'm good. Listen, I told, as I was saying, I thought it was so interesting, man, that uh, you know personally and have even uh, touched so to speak, uh, <laughs> the young lady that the uh, that Donald Trump is now has paid off and had uh, relations with. Is that correct, Stormy Daniels? Stormy Daniels, yeah. Yeah, I don't know her personally, but I met her the other night, and I had a really, 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 really good time. <laughs> you Wait a minute. The other night another you night? met her? Yeah, it was uh, Thursday night. Yeah, today's Saturday, so it was night before last. Wow. Was she really – is she a cool person? Daniels. What? Is she cool? Is she a cool uh, young lady? She is absolutely wonderful. <laughs> you want to hear the story? And who else is on here? Our co-host Pat Wynn yeah, is here with Pat us, Wynn. and we got some uh, distinguished gentlemen in the room with us from the NAACP. So go ahead. Okay. I mean, all, all right. grown, folks. Okay. So anyways, I live in Shreveport, Louisiana, unfortunately. <laughs> and Stormy's from Louisiana. Okay. And she is, the, she is the most famous woman on the planet right now. Right. Mm -hmm. she, yes. She actually, and this is just my own personal opinion, she, there's actually a chance that it might be her that relieves us from this nightmare that we've all been going <laughs> through the last 14 months. Okay? I hope so. I doubt so it. So when but... I saw a couple of weeks ago that she was coming to Shreveport, I said, I'm going to go see her. <laughs> right. Word. And word. <clears throat> about a week before she got here, I thought, you know what would be even better? especially for my Facebook fans, would be to get a picture of me and Stormy Daniels. Yes. yes. So it just so happened that my best friend is the best photographer in northern Louisiana. <laughs> I mean, he is the man. Okay, if, you, if I told you his name, if you're from around here, you'd go, oh, yeah, everybody knows Scott Smith. Right, right. So I told Scott, I said, I want to hire you as a photographer. I want you to accompany me to the strip club where she's having a show. And if I can get close enough to her, I want you to take a picture of me and her, right? I might be buying something from her or whatever, but whatever I got to do. I said, I will pay for your entry fee. I will pay for all your drinks. I'll buy you a couple of lap dances. <laughs> you just be ready to take a picture of me and Stormy Daniels. He wanted to bring a $20,000. I said, no, no, no. iPhone. I want an iPhone picture of me and Stormy Daniels that I can put up on my Facebook page the very next day. <laughs> so, so. On the appointed night, which was Thursday night, we went down there, got got there kind of early, got some seats on the back of the front bar, so we were like facing the stage on bar stools up above everybody else. And, you know, mm -hmm. they had a bunch of other girls, and we had some fun and threw some dollars and did our usual, you know, gentleman's club thing. Word, word, word. Uh, I, I'm, I'm an aficionado. I haven't been a lot in, <laughs> to this one lately, but... A stripper aficionado, anyway, okay. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, well, definitely. My last ex-wife was a, a dancer, actually. Okay. So, okay. So uh, we watched all this, and some guy was leaving for Afghanistan. He had like ten girls. They put him up there, and all this <laughs> stuff was going on. So finally, Stormy Daniels comes out. Now she is a lot smaller than she looks on TV. She is a tiny mm -hmm. little girl, and she is very pretty. Is that, is that right? Mm -hmm. So look, yeah, her face. The... Well, yeah. Now, I mean, she's a very pretty woman. She has nice features in her face. I mean, she's pushing okay. forty. 
And, uh, I mean, you know, her legs were hard. They had lines running down her thighs and calves. I'm a, I'm a personal trainer, too. Oh. So I noticed these kind of things. Fairly flat stomach, you know. I mean, it's just uh, – but for those 700 cc's of silicone on each chest, <laughs> uh, she's a very attractive woman. Okay. So she does a pretty good show. Now, she's, I mean, my ex-wife was one of the best dancers I ever saw. This girl, she was pretty good. Wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't as good as my ex-wife, but – she was pretty flexible, pretty athletic. She was very engaging with the crowd. Everybody got into it. Everybody was having fun. So that lasts about 20 minutes. Her show goes like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I had noticed a velvet rope over here on the side, and I thought, I wonder if that's where they're going to be. So I kept an eye on that space. The DJ comes on. He says, okay, Stormy's going to be over here. She could be selling DVDs of her performances, T-shirts, and uh, um, uh, autographed photos. <laughs> t-shirts dvds and photos so i jumped up and ran over there and i told scott here we go i got third in line now i mean you know there's a there's a lot of people in there there's like mm-hmm. a couple hundred people behind me in the line in the first five minutes so carefully lined up stormy daniels assistant comes out who is a extremely attractive woman herself she tells everybody okay this is how much everything costs have your money ready be ready to tell me what you want because this line's going to be moving fast. Or I mean, he's got to do another show. So everybody's okay. So I'm third in line. I get up there. And she says, okay, what do you want? I said, okay, I'd like to have a, a T-shirt, a signed T-shirt from Stormy. But what I really want is for my friend over here to take a picture of me and Stormy Daniels from my Facebook page. And her assistant says, no, no, no. <laughs> no, you can't take any pictures. Nobody's allowed to take any pictures of Stormy, much less inside the strip club. You can't do that. And I was like, oh, damn. And she goes, but I'll tell you what I'll do. I can take a picture of you. I have permission to take a picture of Stormy Daniels because I'm her assistant. I'll use your camera, and I'll take a picture of you and Stormy. I was like, oh, my goodness. Perfect. I didn't know how good her picture was going to be, of course. So Stormy gets a T-shirt. She pushes it, puts it on my body. She signs the T-shirt where I'm not going to say on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> She signs the T-shirt, but that part of the T-shirt is on the spot that I'm not going to say on the radio. Right, word, word, word. And then she says, she said, and she says, do you want to take a picture? And I said, I'd love to. And so the assistant takes my my camera, my phone, my iPhone. Me and Stormy sits down. She's just wonderful. She's talking shit. She's being funny. We look at the camera. She takes the picture. I'm like, okay, at least I got one picture. All right, you with me so far? So, yes, I am. I am. You got to wrap it up, though. We got a few seconds here. I want to hear all this. Here comes the good part. She stands up and she says, you want to do one topless? Wow. <laughs> and mm. I said, is a bear Catholic? <laughs> <laughs> she, she laughed her head off. She stripped her top off, sits down in my lap facing the camera. Mm-hmm. Now, being the gentleman's club aficionado that i am i know better than to have my hands anywhere my hands that's right you can't touch can't touch mechanically cannot touch right Mm -hmm. that's right i swear to you jamar if you've seen the picture i've seen the picture what do you mean she grabbed my hands yes and placed them on her breast right here baby and she took her hands away the girl snapped the picture my friend the photographer his jaw was on the floor. Mine was, wow. too. Mine was, too. I seen that. He's that like, picture was great. I can't believe Listen, you just 
Daniels. Stormy, Stormy Daniels. Daniels. Hey, hey, Chris, this is what you got to do. Before she's on 60 Minutes. <laughs> you know what? That's true. That's right. Just yeah. before she was on 60 Minutes. That's right. So, look, yeah. Chris, this is what you got to do. I, we want to post that picture of you and her on our page with your permission. So, can you send us the one that you have with the emojis covering? The emoji? Yes. Yes. Those places I'll that because both of them if you want. <laughs> I, I you sent me the the the, the righteous well, I one. That was your personal, yeah, right. Yes, exactly, okay, yeah. exactly. <laughs> right, I, I got the righteous one. So I want to put a clearer one on our Facebook page so that we could share that we know someone that knows Stormy Daniels. Correct. Yeah. I had I had the best time of my life. I swear. Okay. I, I mean, my my Facebook friends went insane. I am now the hero. Let me let, let me ask you one question before we uh, before we let you go. Let me ask you one question uh, one Absolutely. question here. Anything. Do you believe what Stormy Daniels is saying about Donald Con Trump? She has absolutely no reason to lie. You know what's happened to Donald Trump right now, Jamar? What's, what's that? One of his biggest strengths is that he is bloody shameless. Yes, yeah, yeah. You cannot say anything. You cannot shame him no matter what you say. He's right. back on you harder. You know what he's dealing with right now? What's that? A porn star is the definition of shameless. Yes. She is going to beat him. Thanks so. She is going to tomorrow night's interview is gonna is gonna crank it into high gear, but you know her lawyer says that he's got a lot more than what she's saying. He's got his own D V D. Dude. And that's why Trump hasn't said bloody thing about it. Because he knows. He knows this could be his undoing. And that's why he's doing all this stuff. First it was just Russia he's trying to keep off the news. Now he's trying to keep Russia and Stormy Daniels off the news. Well, I don't. Down, I, I think, as you just said, down. this is definitely going to be his undoing. And man, uh, lucky you, lucky you, <laughs> lucky you. And I appreciate you. We appreciate you coming on, yes. sharing your Stormy Daniels uh, uh, story with us. And uh, can't no wait problem, to wait till uh, uh, Sunday to see her tomorrow. And I can say, damn, my boy, test all <laughs> over those. Yeah. So appreciate you, Chris, well, man. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna PM you the one with the emojis to your. your yeah, account. please do that so I can put it on our page. Okay, dude. Appreciate you, man. No problem. All right, thanks. Wow. Yeah. Just wow. It's not going to be his undoing, but okay. It is going to be. Well, is it? well, who knows? He's a rich guy. That's what a lot of rich guys do. <sighs> Please. You guys have no. Uh, but I'm glad. I'm. Uh, but I'm glad it's a woman. Probably it's not have a little no boy. Morals. Yeah, yeah or something that's, like that's you know? true. Like, like coming to the the uh, airport and you know. Oh yeah, sticking your feet under than the other men. You had wide you legs. Know. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> So, so now, let's our two guests. Yes. Back to back to that, you know, because we we've got uh, about four or five minutes, and I want to start uh, talking to our guests about number one, James. When you were here last week, you didn't say much uh, about uh, you said a little bit about things that you do in the community, and um, let's finish talking about some of that. Um, uh, I get uh, I get a little lost to remember the uh, the name of the the organization that you run. What is it? it uh, Cleaning for change. Cleaning for change. Cleaning yeah, for change. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so describe that for us again. What, what do you guys do? Yeah, so it's a uh, reverse broken windows theory. The broken win uh, windows theory states that, uh, let me take these off real quick. The broken windows theory states that if you see a broken window, the next day you see a towel in it. The next day you see trash around it. The next day you see graffiti. The next day you see prostitution or Stormy Daniels. And then the next day <laughs> um, you'll see uh, uh, serious crime. Somebody yeah. get murdered, Yeah. right? And so... Uh, for a way that the police use that, they said, okay, so our theory is that let's stop small crimes from happening, then we can stop big crimes. The problem is what they classify as small crimes. Mm. 
They classify small crimes as uh, panhandling. Spitting. Spitting, standing on street corners. Yep. Uh, Asking to wash somebody's windows. Yep. Uh, being loud, noisy. Yep. Blowing uh, your horn. Sneaking on the bus, you know, the train. Uh, what that did was lock up black folks. Yep. Majority, of course, people of color, but mainly black folks. Yep. Uh, I think sometimes we get scared to say black folks. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's real. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. We're African-Americans yeah. now. Yeah, I yeah. think, I, to me, it's just crazy how we went to a person of color. I remember we, from we didn't color, like, to, yeah, we yeah. call color, but we accept people of color. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. that's neither here nor there. I know, I know. You know <laughs> we'll saying? be here all day but, with uh, that, yeah. right? But our new names. Um, I'm a descendant of a slave. And so, and so, and so, and so, um, <laughs> more than that, man. And so, um, Do y'all the think, problem is that the the window is still broken. And you know what I'm saying? And this is what do you guys? We don't talk about uh, joblessness and crime being hand in hand, especially in our community. I don't think that people correlate it because if I don't have a job, if I don't own a home, um, mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm I'm more tend uh, towards a life of crime yep. just to help support my family, whether it's hustling to put food on the table. That's by design. That's by design, yep. and, and so. I feel like, not to cut you off, but Go to, to cut you off real quick, I think that we we that type of thinking is okay, and it's and, and it's the right type of thinking, but that's a, a couple steps ahead. What do you mean? You know what I mean? Like, before you even go out to get a job, you got to have confidence that you will get a job. Word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that, you know, like, we uh, uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs is a real thing, and we got to pay more close attention to that. And mm-hmm. we operate on the lowest part, and that's just survival. Mm-hmm. The majority of us, the masses of us, mm-hmm. ain't surviving. And that's where mm-hmm. you know we 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 don't know if we need gas or diapers. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Yeah, but how do you go out and get it though? And now if you don't got a job. Now, now and now, what I'm saying is that what it comes down to is why I created cleaner for change. Right. You know what I'm saying? To actually start fixing the window. Do be proactive That's with right. things. Mm-hmm. People need to understand yep. that yep. they are cared about so that they can care about themselves. That mm-hmm. they are loved so that they can love themselves. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so a way that we do that is that we go around and make sure that the streets look good. Mm-hmm. Because if you go inside of your bedroom, it's pretty hard to focus if you have a dirty room. Mm-hmm. And so in, in a society where everything is always trash. Everywhere. It's mm-hmm. hard to focus. That's right. Just naturally. You know, when it's just a lot of chaos around. And so what we want to do is is not put it on the leaders. And we're not going to blame it on the people who it, it's only happening to them. We're going to say that it's, it takes us. You know what yeah, I'm yes. saying? It takes yep. a person. Uh, uh, it, it takes somebody to care to create somebody that care. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, so, yep. Yep. and so we clean up trash and we have uh, 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 uh intentional conversations where there's already conversations happening, mm-hmm. like in barbershops and churches and mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. street, wherever you are. You know, when we bring down people who might be on the radio or mm-hmm. might be in politics or mm-hmm. doing something like that or a lawyer, right? And we bring them with people who, quote-unquote, society gave up on, right. you know? And these are youth. How you give up on a kid? Mm-hmm. That don't make sense to me, you know? Jeff, uh... You, uh, we, we got a minute left. Uh, oh, okay. No, no, no. Uh, listen, y'all know how we, uh, brothers, you know how we, mm. we, you know how we, we, we can go on all night. Jeff, uh, tell us about um, how folks can get in touch with you, how they can, I mean, because there's concerns and problems that's going on in our neighborhood. We depend on the NAACP, so mm-hmm. how can people get in touch with you if, if they need to? They, they could get in touch with me at, uh, at uh, Economic Development, NAACP, MPLS.com, or they can get in contact with our president, Leslie Badu, mm-hmm. at president at... Uh, 
NAACP NPLS.com. You know, I thought we'd have more time to talk yeah. about this issue because yeah. that's what I'm really passionate about business yeah. development. But um, but yeah, I'm excited. I, no, you got to come you know, back. No, yeah. look, look, you're, just, back. you're just stepping, you're, you're just putting your foot in the water. You'll be back. I love your passion. And I love, usually I get beat up on by Republicans <laughs> that we have in the show. So I'm going to definitely have you back because I love how you kept sticking it to Pat Wynn. Oh, yeah. yeah Black carded, that's not revoked. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Pat went. Thank you, bro. Yes. You'll thank be you. back next week. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you guys. Next for week's going to be good. Next week will be great. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, great. Yes, that's right. Great. Great. Yes. yes. It's going to be so great. So make sure you guys download the show today. And thanks for listening to us in your car and in your home and any place else. I'm Jamar Nelson. And I'm Pat Wynn Lawrence. Thanks for listening to us. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.